You're listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. Now we are live. We're live? We're live. We're live. We are live casting. That's scary a little bit. Hey. Hey, Pastor Scott, Zach, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Living Word Family cast. I think we're going to maybe test that out as a new... We're going through focus groups. Yeah, we, I was going to say, we're, let's run it through the focus groups. We hired a marketing company, and we're focus grouping, focus testing that uh, that new title, the run Living Word the Family pole, Cast. See who salutes it, right? What, what's that? <laughs> run it up the flagpole, see who salutes it. <laughs> That's probably an army thing. Uh, so, hey, welcome, everybody. Glad to have you guys with us. we got got uh, our esteemed pastor, Scott Millis, our senior pastor at Living Word Family Church with us today, as well as uh, Zach, uh, extraordinaire in most of the things that he does, and all-around good guy. And uh, I'm Matt Kreider, here with you, uh, head up our youth ministry department, as well as some other odds and ends around the church, the IT stuff, some all, all that fun stuff. So we're just here hanging out with you today, and, and uh, how's everybody's week going so far? Pretty good. Yeah, we've been fighting some uh, sniffles. Oh, and I was going to ask. Is that why Riley went there once? Yeah, well, yeah, Riley was uh, dealing with a little uh, gotcha. related issues last yeah. night. So, yeah, yeah. But other than that, you know, hey, God's good. Yeah. We're healed. Mm-hmm. Well supplied and victorious. Amen to that. What was that Same thing here. you said a while back in the sermon? You said something like, or it's the rule in your house is like, how are you feeling? Or and then yeah, there's two responses. That's something I shared many times. There's there's two separate questions and two separate answers. Right. How are you? Addresses the reality as God sees it. Yes. And the correct answer to that question, no matter how I feel, is I am well. I am healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Right. But Amen. then it's perfectly okay to follow that up with, how are you feeling? Right. There's there's no there's no denying how I feel. If I feel rotten, I might as well say I feel rotten. But that doesn't define reality for me. That's not the higher truth. Right. I am healed, and I expect to feel well that's as right. a result Amen of the that. finished work of Christ. I think that's that goes a long way in walking out your healing. It does. When you're standing in faith like that and speaking that way. You're walking that healing out. You're uh, speaking things that be not as though they were. That's yes. right. Because that's what God that's what God tells us. We are. We're healed. And uh, we're prosperous, so we walk those things out each and every day. So. Hey, if I can interject something here. I, Please I, do. Interject this, away. This, <laughs> this is actually a tidbit from my sermon last night. Ooh. shared this with the congregation. But, of course, not everybody in our uh, podcast audience is there every Wednesday night. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I was, I was sharing how I'd had a conversation with somebody recently who, was, who has been fighting some physical issues. And uh, this individual had been reading a book about the importance of confession, the power of the tongue. And uh, in this case, they were really working on making sure they really believed, making sure that what they believed was based on Scripture, being perfectly convinced in their head and their heart that healing was for them. But they didn't understand the importance of saying it because isn't it more about what we believe? And I do agree that we have to demonstrate that we, we understand the grounds for our faith. Our saying it just by itself doesn't make it work. We have to be speaking in faith. But uh, we're a word of faith, 
not just faith people. And the reason right. for that is, you know, one of the anchor, one of the bedrock verses uh, for our church and for Rama, you know, Brother Hagen's founding verses, uh, you know, Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four, uh, say unto this mountain, mm-hmm. be that you don't doubt it. It absolutely addresses the faith issue. Right. Don't yeah. doubt in your heart, but believe. Whatever you say shall come to pass. Right, right. Uh, so there is, there's, it's always, it's, it's throughout Scripture, the importance of speaking the right thing. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. James has a lot to say about the power of the tongue. Right. Bridle our true. whole bodies if we master our tongue. So. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Well, and I, I personally, I liked how you mentioned that because I think um, for a lot of people, it can be a struggle to know how to word things with our word of um, our word of faith believes just thinking of like, all right, if I say this, this is really how I'm feeling, but is this contradicting my faith? And I really like just how you mentioned it. It's like, how are you? Well, I'm healing just name. Okay. How are you right. feeling? Well, that's how I'm feeling. And I right. think that's a great way to go about it. I, I think mean, so too. You're, you're being honest. I mean, God knows your heart either that's way. Right. So he's right. going to know, right. Oh, exactly well, right. I'm healed. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But really, you're puking your guts out. I mean, <laughs> well, and I think it's. I also think it's important to be careful not to be too legalistic with that kind of thing because I I know God does know our hearts, and when we we try to be in the right frame of mind and and speak the right things and walk in faith, you know, it's important to be like, oh, don't say that, don't say that, right. you know, because back in the day. Um, oh, the confession police. The, the confession police, the word police, you know, oh, don't say that or it'll come about and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and there's there's some truth to it, but I think there's a, uh, you know, there's a multiplication effect, I think, anyway, in your, you know, in the words that you use. You know, so if you, uh, you know, if you say, uh, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, did you see that show last night? That's killing me, man. That was funny. You know, right. just a figure of speech, just something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I've heard some ministers say, you know, well, you know, people say that so often and then something does kill them. Like, okay, come on. Right. That's just a little bit. I think it's a little bit outreach. You know, I, that we have phrases and figures of speech that we use all the time that is not meant literally. You I know? get it. Mm-hmm. But as people speak and uh their behavior follows you know if somebody's like you know i've 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 known people uh over the years that every time you see them they're just nothing good comes out of their mouth it's just right. hey man how are you doing gosh i'm just i'm busted and broke i am busted right. and broke and that's right. not just the word that's the words they're saying but there's attitude behind those words right. there's a that's lot right. behind those words that that affects and impacts their life you know, uh, now if they were to follow that up, man, I'm, I'm really struggling financially, but praise God, I am, I am blessed. You know, mm-hmm. I say, hey, you need any help with anything? You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. there's a difference there. There is. Uh, I, so I think it's important not get, not to get too legalistic on the word side of it. However, words still are powerful. So I do think That's we need to right. keep track of I was going to say, yeah, I, you, you tied that together nicely because I think there is a balance. I agree. Balance, figures right. of speech are figures of speech. Uh, and the other hand, on the other hand, there's the recognition that we want there are times when we want what we say to come to pass and that's why we're saying it right. and so in that sense i don't want to i don't want to be uh, my own personal confession police based on fear right, right. i don't want to say oh they, i killed it last night or this was killing me uh because i'm afraid that's going to happen but because i want to train myself to speak things right on purpose Good and point. words do have meaning so 
just building building correct verbal habits, I guess, is at the that's heart a, of That's it. a good way to br- put it, building correct verbal habits, which is all so, part of growing in Christ. That's right. You know, I mean, that so could be the name be... of my next book, as a matter of fact. As soon as oh. I complete the book I started 20 years ago, I'll begin <laughs> work on building correct verbal book. habits. You, should, you need to write a book. <laughs> Great. Uh, you know, we have, yeah, that would be something. Well, can, uh, if you can, uh, I'll get Jeff Canfield in here sometime mm. to talk about the book writing process. That yeah. would be boy, fun. there is a, obviously an enormous gap between having a good idea and having something worth saying, even having the craft to say it well and composing a, a book in a right. book form. So, right. uh, and there's a guy who's done a few of them. So let's, uh, yeah, right. let's maybe get him on the calendar there, Zach. That would be a good idea. We should do that. There you go. Take that note. Well, and I mean, um, well, actually, probably I mean, he's probably going to call in a little while because he's uh, surely he's listening to podcasts with everybody else. Right? Oh, I imagine. So, he's, uh, I mean, word has already spread. Pretty what? sure our audience is up to about a dozen so far. So, if you're one of the dozen people listening, thank you so much. Thank you for being <laughs> loyal listeners. Let's try to get to a baker's cats. dozen now. A baker's dozen. <laughs> let's add, let's keep adding every week. Let's add another listener. That's right. Well, like the book thing. I mean, you'll see sports people or whatever write books all the time and it's like with well someone sure. who is actually an author I mean, right you get the person who's actually knows how to write the book that's too. right ghost writers yeah yeah ghost see and i've never understood that it's like you either wrote the book or you didn't right well like, and that's it well it's you have a ghost writer know that you're you basically told somebody gave somebody an inkling of an idea or wrote some things down and they wrote the whole book for you that's, that's not right, yeah. a ghost writer did the writing but it's not their story it's the author's story. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. It's, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I and I, I think every author is a little bit different. I've heard some interviews from some authors. They, and they all work in a totally different way. You know, right? Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if it was Ted Decker or he's written some Ooh, really cool books. Yeah, oh yeah, Christian really books. good books. And um, there's a few other authors that have written like series, not just like one-off books or whatever, but like series of books. So they've got this long idea that they carry out from book to book to book mm-hmm. and their um uh process for that is like everybody's different so this one of these authors I, I it might not have been ted decker might have been somebody else but one of them was he basically gets an idea and he just like scratches out every possible angle of this story and the characters or whatever and it's just plastered around his office it's everywhere wow. he's absolutely mm. absorbed in this and pretty much doesn't leave his office for months until it's done wow and then he sees his family again then he kind of comes back out of his shell and then when he gets another idea the process starts again i'm like that is absolutely incredible no thank you wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no no i mean i just i mean it's just absolutely boggles my well, mind i don't I, think that i could focus like ted decker's books i think all his books are intertwined in some way too, right? right. Like they're not right. one, it's not one big series. Like he's got like separate novels and then series, but somehow they're all intertwined. Yeah. That's crazy just, stuff. I mean, it's yeah. just absolutely it's so amazing when you see somebody like that or in other certain professions when I look at that I'm like there's no way I could do that. It really causes you to look at the gifting that God has oh, put yeah. on certain people. Man. Um, yeah. and not to switch subjects, but you know, you see an author that does that, and you're like, that's absolutely amazing. How do they even wrap their mind around a story continuum mm-hmm. through, you know, multiple books? Mm-hmm. And then you go to, uh, you know, a hospital to visit somebody, and you see the nurses that deal with what they deal with. And I, I'm saying that specifically because uh, uh, not too long ago, went to visit somebody in the hospital, and uh, 
and you see the, the different types of patients nurses put up with and what they have to deal with and the messes they clean up and just all this stuff. And I'm just like, there is absolutely, or nursing homes, and there's absolutely, I just don't think, you know, now if God called me to do it, he'd give me the grace to do it, but right. I just... It's right. currently just not in a, a not, part of your hardwiring. Yes, right. right. <laughs> and there are some people that do what the, the stuff that I look at and be like, there's just no way. There's some people that do that and say, I love it. I know. I love doing it this. It really and that does just, speak to the whole idea of giftedness. Right, mm-hmm. right. Just absolutely God-given amazing qualities. How, yeah. how God does that, how God wires people so differently. Um, in fact, Pastor Scott and I were just talking today about... Um, uh, we were talking about my wife and I, and my my wife tends to be a very introverted person. You know, she's kind of she's for the most part she's kind of quiet. It takes her a little while to get to know people. Um, but we still for, love you, Ashley. Yeah, because <laughs> we know you're listening. Yes, yes, absolutely. Maybe she's one of the ones we could add to our listening group <laughs> <laughs> to make our bucket uh, right, or our right. uh, baker's dozen. Exactly. Um, but with me, you know, I'm the type of person that I can walk into a crowd and just start talking to complete strangers. Yeah, you are, and getting to know them, and that's just the time. I'm just an outgoing kind of person you know um you know we can go on vacation and i'm the guy that's swimming with the kids in the ocean and all of a sudden a stranger comes up how's it going and it turns into a 45 minute conversation and i know this guy's (laughs) life story by the time we're done which has happened by the way and by the time you're done like now where were those kids (laughs) (laughs) uh kids no i keep an eye on the kids but it's just it's one of those things where i can easily strike up a conversation with a complete stranger in line anywhere and it doesn't matter but (laughs) ashley's just not that type she's kind of like you know Right. You know, right. she gets to know. She no, talks. She's, she's outgoing and talks to people at church for the most part because she's been here forever right. or at work or whatever. But if we're in a, if we're in some place where it's just strangers or anything like that, she's very introverted. And, uh, you know, anyway, but it's just kind of funny how God just builds people, wires people right. certain ways That's in different right. ways. It's so neat. It's so it really cool is. to see God work in people's lives like that. Well, and then in your guys' case, brings you two together, like that you're married. You have you, the extrovert, and then Ashley, the introvert. Oh, absolutely. How See, the opposites and I think, work with and each other. I think, right. I think that's, yeah. that's what, you know, drew her to me was because I was just such a fun guy. <laughs> I was so extroverted. I always cracked jokes in class in high school, and she was just like, I'm going to marry that guy. <laughs> so, I'm going to marry that man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that was it. Yeah, I'm sure that we'll was it. We'll get Ashley on the podcast yeah. and hear her version of the story. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> so... But Zach, you were telling me earlier today that you were learning different languages and I stuff am. like that. What's that all about? I am. I am so excited. I have a You're new so app. You're so excited? I'm oh, so boy. psyched. <laughs> uh, I have a new app called Duolingo. Have you guys ever heard of it? I have not. Um, actually, Emily, Scott's, oh gosh, niece. niece. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, got me hooked on it. It's basically, it's just like a fun way to learn languages. It's got like a, some games you can play, learn languages. So I used it to try, I'm starting to relearn my Spanish. Uh, according to the app, See? I'm 16% fluent in Spanish. Really? Are you serious? So it actually gives Apparently. you a fluency yeah, level? Because I took that's like amazing. a placement test and it kind of pegged me right there. Oh, so la boca. You're not taking a tipo para ti. Yep. See, you must be 17% now, fluent. You know, <laughs> um, you know what I use to learn specifically Spanish? Uh, it's a little app called Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that's where I got my Can 4% you sing the theme of Spanish. Song? The Sesame Street thing so- yeah. theme song? Most of it, but I'm not going to right now. I don't even remember it. You see, you don't remember it. I never me? watched Sesame Street. Sunny days, chasing the clouds away. Damn. That's right. 
But yeah, I'm learning, I, relearning Spanish and also started German the oh, other day. That was I don't super know fun. why, but German always strikes me as such an angry language. It, 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 it was hard to say the one phrase I know, like, not angry. So. <laughs> ich bin Berliner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one phrase I know is, I am a man. I am a man. And it is, ich bin, ich bin ein Mann. It's hard to say that. It's like, ich bin ein Mann. <laughs> I'm wondering if because all the German we have in our minds is like videos of Hitler. Right. That, yeah, or Nazi soldiers. Or Nazi soldiers, yeah, whatever. Right, because that's right. when I think of German, my mind automatically goes to videos of Hitler. Like, and he's right. these like firebrand speeches. So every German I think of, like German as the people, but German language you're speaking or whatever just sounds angry. But I think it's because of that, you know? <laughs> right. And then so when I think of French, I think, oh, man, that sounds like such a romantic language. Well, yeah. why? Because every context I've seen it in is like a romance right. show or right. movie or something, you know? <laughs> Parlez-vous français? Yes, mm. see <laughs> you know, so you know what language I would love to actually know. Finish your app. So, what other languages are available? On oh, that? let me let me check. Is it like? I mean, is it? There's a. Does it have a lot you can do, or is it some of the basics? Pretty decent amount on like the free version. I don't know if there's like a paid version where you can get more languages. Let me see. Um, add course. So, I mean, it's got French. Ita- oh, this is for English speakers. Like, it has other stuff from the point right, of view, right. like. Oh, languages. that's pretty cool. But it's got French, Italian, Portuguese, Dutch, Irish, Danish, Swedish. Whoa, 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 whoa. Irish? Yeah, I was Isn't... surprised about that, too. There's an Irish uh... language? Yeah. I Are don't you know serious? if it just teaches you the accent. or. Oh, but... I'm down yeah, with that. Check that out, and uh, next podcast, Speak some come, Irish. come to us with the, with the answer about that, because I find that a little surprising, too. Yeah, I don't For know. Irish? Yeah, Irish. I don't know. That's like... Irish. Uh, but yeah, Danish, Danish, Swedish, Turkish, Esperanto. Esperanto. What is that? That's like is that... fake Spanish. It's Spanish English combination, isn't it? I, might I thought that was referred to as Spanglish. Spanglish. That's what I've always yeah, referred to as um, um, Spanish English. Norwegian. Yeah, I'm probably wrong about Esperanto, but it's but it's like a manufactured language. I do know that it's not. Oh, it's gotcha. not a it's got a to picture a of a guy with a country statue. I don't know. That makes no sense. Kind of looked like Gandhi at first, but huh. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, Norwegian, you know. Ukrainian, Russian, Polish, Welsh, oh, Hebrew. Gosh. Wow. Oh wow, that would Vietnamese, be Hungarian, Greek, and Swahili. Swahili. Really? Yeah. How about do they have Cantonese or Mandarin? No. Those would be all hard. I'm surprised to learn. they don't, because I feel like those are the most popular or mandarin is like the most spoken language mm. i think Simply i have because heard of population probably probably that and i'm sure some of the answer to this depends on what your native tongue is but the hardest languages to learn as a second language are chinese russian and english yeah i've yeah, heard, I've heard english that about english as well learn. which would as explain why language. i didn't do so hot in english in school so <laughs> <laughs> oh, as a second language, I'm sorry. Well, okay. um, we at work, we have this girl. She's from Brazil. She was actually born in America. Her parents were from Brazil. They were, she was born in America, went back to Brazil, just recently came back for college. She's lived here for like a year and a half, and um, her first college courses were like learning English, and she speaks like pretty fluid English. There's like 
every once in a while that there will be a word she doesn't know or something. But other than that, she speaks really well. It's so, yeah, so you is there still an accent though? Oh yeah. Okay. I but it's this, she's I, from Brazil, so it's different because they speak Portuguese. They, right. They don't speak Spanish, so right. it's kind right. of different. Do you remember when we had that, Pastor Scott? Do you remember when we had that um, Brazilian exchange student in youth Olga. group some time ago? Uh, Olga, right? Yeah, Olga. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I thought you said, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, Olga. Oh, yeah. She, I was awesome. She was such a cool kid. Oh, and yeah. she had such a cool accent. I just loved it. She we did. Would, That's <clears throat> da in English, by the way, or in German, by the way. What? Da. Da, 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 yeah, da, da. But I remember we'd be on youth activities and Olga would be there hanging out and hanging out with us. And we would just ask her questions. How do you say this in Portuguese? How do you say this in Portuguese? You know, <laughs> how do you say the shark ate my foot? Or how do you say, I mean, just absolutely dumb phrases just because I wanted to hear her speak. Like it was just right, so right. cool. It was yeah. just, it yeah. Was and, no it's, and, it, and she uh, mastered the English language pretty well for yes, the short yes. time that she was mm-hmm. studying it. But it was still kind of cute. I remember getting a. She was good with little notes and cards, and I still have one somewhere in my dresser that said, thank you for take care of your sheeps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, she's you've heard from her recently, right? Are you following Olga up on her Olga is uh, married, and they are youth pastors yeah. at a church in, in Brazil. That is oh, so awesome. Cool. Yeah, that is very, so very awesome. cool. That's really cool. And I'd like to think yeah. it was because of our youth pastor, Pastor Scott, that had something well, to do with I'm her sure life. Well, I'm sure that was absolutely <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> You know, I was wondering, we listen to other foreign people and listen to their accents and think, oh, your accent is so cool. But I don't think people think that way about us when we speak English, do they? I don't know. When we speak speak English? Like, yeah, English speakers, they think our accent is cool. No, like when like we're when trying we to speak, speak their Spanish, language, right? Do we speak it with an American? Oh accent? yeah, maybe gotcha. Like that. See, I don't know how that works know. because my span Espanol, when I know what I'm saying, my yeah. pronunciation and my the trills on my R's are so dead oh, on. I cannot do the R thing. Oh, are they? Oh, you, yeah. So you speak it like a native? I do, as a matter of fact. Wow. So. No, I don't. I'm just <laughs> I was waiting for an example. I was waiting for you to go on and yeah. habla a little Espanol for us. <laughs> you you habla that Espanol? Hey, you know, language, I've been fascinated uh, by the, if I could grant myself a power, it would be the ability to speak and understand mm. oh, all languages. I think it would be so be a fun. Cool superpower. Yeah. But you know, you know how they say uh, children, after two weeks' exposure, Young children, after two weeks' exposure to another language, can begin to speak it pretty effectively. Uh, And it has something to do with the synapses and whatever it is in our brain still being formed at that age. And so they say the best time to teach a foreign language is while children are still young and these language uh, wires are still being put together in your brain, you know. I think I'm using the technical jargon correctly. Oh, language you know wires. I mean. <laughs> uh, but now I've read, I do not know how accurate this is, but I find it fascinating that there are people whose, uh, as their brains develop, that part, that language center, whatever it is in your brain, continues to stay in that childlike state. And so they have, really, for oh, their really? whole lives, they have this ability to absorb Huh. Languages. You drop them into a culture, and a month later, they can they can that, be speaking things. The CIA seeks these people out. That is oh. incredible. Oh, there's yeah. only some or, people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. okay. It's, just, it's yeah. a it's a genetic right 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 quirk. Wow, and, yeah. that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Now I've heard that babies babies make you know the sounds that they make when they you know. Sorry, I keep hitting the microphone when they ooh and ah and they do their little you know they try to speak or whatever. Uh, 
have the ability to make every sound and every whatever of any other language. It's just then we slowly develop them to speak a certain way or right. whatever, you know. So huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. right, because when you, when you look at, uh, you mentioned Vietnamese on that. Right. I had some Vietnamese friends in Tulsa, and I tried to get them to teach me the language. And as far as I knew, I was repeating things back to them just like, I, just like they told me, and they would just laugh. Uh, because it either meant nothing or it meant something completely different. But they were doing things with their tongue that I just didn't know how yeah. to do. It wasn't just uh, well, you know, and different I think, words, completely different sounds, right. different parts of their throat to yes. make these sounds. Yeah. Well, in the like the Asian languages, aren't a lot of them like your fluctuation yes. of your voice yes. depends oh, on oh. the difference of a word too. Absolutely. And it's, that's just like yeah, in our inflection, intonation, yep. all these things. In are, our culture, we don't. We don't use that not at all. No, yeah. not really. That's a very good point. So being that, that that is the case, I wonder why English, what makes English such a hard second language to learn? Since I, I, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of depth to it. not particularly difficult in terms of things like pronunciation. I think what makes English so difficult is just how fluid the rules are. Right. We've got one word. A word might be spelled the same and be pronounced three different ways or mean three different things. Yeah. You know? uh, like how there, long did it take there, the farmer there, to there. produce the produce? And yeah. There are hundreds of examples like that. There, there, there. Yeah. I've heard our verb structure is kind of it's a little confusing up, right, too. Right. But it makes sense because we're English is kind of essentially a – I mean, if you look at all the various words and their, the word bases of those that are from other languages, oh, I mean, sure. we're just a melting pot yeah, of languages all over the place. And so that's, I mean, it makes sense. That's kind right. Of. Plus, you've got not only that, but you've got, you know, Northeastern, you've got Southern, south, Southwestern, right. uh, you know, Northwestern. You've got all these different... Regional dialects. Right. Regional dialects. Well, I mean, and, even and the... Britain. I mean, that's English language, and it's like right. a totally different. Oh region. gosh, yeah, it's almost like a totally different, almost like a totally different language. Yeah. And you know, to uh, make a, a a an observation about about language, this is one of the ministries that I really really appreciate in this world is Bible translators. Oh yeah. And you right. think about yes. the the work that has had to happen. I mean, it's it's one thing. Uh, to be able to learn another written language so that you can then translate the Bible into that language. But there are so many, so much great work has been done down through the centuries where the language is not even written, where, where a non-native speaker has to go in and for years learn to speak the right. language and then invent an alphabet Wow, to yeah. turn that into a written language yeah. so that the Bible can be then printed. Yeah. For the for the sole purpose of translating the Bible exactly. yes. to get that the word of God to an indigenous people. Yeah. Exactly. That is an incredible that labor of awesome. love. That's it amazing. Is. It is. Well, and you talked about that back when we were going through Psalms, right? With your you brought up the uh, example of the French national anthem. That's correct. The yeah. Literal translation. How and something like a, is always lost in translation. Yeah. And 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 if you remember, the point I was making is I I firmly believe that one of the supernatural qualities of the Word of God is that God, in superintending the translation, has allowed it to retain its power. Oh yeah. Uh, Amen. Not right. that there isn't right. some special beauty and meaning and and certainly some worth in learning the original languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, Greek, but that. A good English translation is life-changingly powerful. Oh, yeah. Right, so. right. Yeah. 
Now, you may have to do just a little bit more. If you're not a native Hebrew speaker that understands the uh, nuance. Yeah, the nuance of the language and everything like that and reading it, obviously you're going to have to do maybe just a little bit more legwork to dig deeper into That's a particular right. scripture, but still every bit is powerful. That's you right. Know? So, yeah. But. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. I think we're going to cap it off right there. So hope you enjoyed listening. And uh, you should be arriving home safely after work right now, <laughs> listening to us on your drive home. Uh, we appreciate that. So uh, you guys have a good rest of the day, and we will see you next time on the Living Word Family Cast. Yeah.